namely that antidepressants often do not do what they promise and are in fact causing harm to many. It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsey. Welcome to Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Canfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsey, founder of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. And just as a reminder, please go to our website, HotseyPodcast.com. It's H-O-T-Z-E podcast.com to download all of our podcasts. And I'm really excited about this program today because we're going to be talking about a very common symptom that people experience, and it's called fibromyalgia. Okay, so if you could explain what that is. Well, let me ask you, have you gone to your doctor complaining of recurrent and chronic muscle and joint aches and pains and fatigue and insomnia? And they've run blood tests on you and they say everything is normal. Maybe they've done some x-ray examination. Maybe they've done MRIs or CAT scans. And they come back and tell you, well, after all our tests, we think you have or you do have fibromyalgia. Now, that term, fibromyalgia, sounds very ominous. It must be something bad. Mm -hmm. But you've had these problems maybe for years, and you're finally glad to have what you think is a diagnosis. When, in fact, the term fibromyalgia simply means muscle pain. In Latin. In Latin. Myo means muscle. Alga means pain. So fibromyalgia is the fibrous tissue and the muscles are in pain. That's what causes your joint and muscle pain. So you come in and tell your doctor, I have joint muscle pains, fatigue, and insomnia, and a host of other problems. I don't think well. I don't feel well. I get recurrent infections. Uh, I'm overweight. Uh, I don't think clearly. You tell him these problems, and he goes, after a workup, he says, I think you have fibromyalgia. Now, fibromyalgia, as we mentioned, is just a Latin term for the symptoms you've described to the doctor. Well, that's not a diagnosis. That's, a, that's what I call labelitis, and it's a problem that afflicts many conventional doctors. They take the symptoms you describe and convert them to Latin terms and say, that's your diagnosis. So the real, the real question is, what is causing fibromyalgia? What is causing him to give you the diagnosis of fibromyalgia? And let me just read to you some of the very common symptoms that are associated with the diagnosis of fibromyalgia. And tell me what they sound like. What other disorder, what underlying cause, true diagnosis, do these symptoms of fibromyalgia uh, seem to indicate you might have? Well, let's look. Joint and pus muscle pain and stiffness. Fatigue sleep disturbances, insomnia, inability to focus and to think clearly, headaches, migraine headaches, uh, brain fog, joint and muscle aches and pains, as we mentioned before, maybe irritable bowel syndromes or constipation, bloating, painful menstrual periods, mood swings, depressed moods, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, maybe some skin disorders, dry skin, you've got blurred vision, 
dizziness, sore throats, increased allergic symptoms. All these things are associated with a conventional diagnosis of fibromyalgia. And if you've had these symptoms for over six months, they can make the diagnosis of fibromyalgia. And since it is a symptom, they want to mask the symptom. And what they do is they use antidepressants. One of them is Lyrica. So now you've got a symptom being turned into a diagnosis for which you're being given a very dangerous psychiatric, psychotropic medication and antidepressant. They may even put you on anti-anxiety medication and sleep medication. So now you're going to be on one, two, or three different medications that can adversely affect the way your brain functions, the way the neurotransmitters in your brain function. What do these symptoms sound like? The fatigue, the difficulty with weight, the low body temperature, inability to focus or think clearly, brain fog, inability to concentrate, slow speech, insomnia, anxiety attacks, depressed moods, panic attacks, joint muscle aches and pains, dysfunctional bowels. Maybe you've got constipation. Maybe you have irritable bowel syndrome. Also, you may have other signs that go along. Well, you may have some other physical signs, but what do those symptoms sound like? Well, those are classical signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism. Hypothyroidism is caused by an inability either of your thyroid gland to make adequate amount of thyroid hormone, which governs your body's metabolism, which enables your cells to produce and use energy. That's called type 1 hypothyroidism or type 2 hypothyroidism, where your cells don't adequately assimilate. Uh, You have a resistance to assimilate the thyroid hormones. That's type 2 and you don't make adequate amount of the active thyroid hormone within your cells. Your thyroid gland produces two thyroid hormones. It produces T4, which is the thyroid molecule with four iodine atoms. That's the pro-hormone. It's a, basically an active hor- inactive, not active hormone that's secreted. 80 to 85% of all the thyroid in your blood is T4. It's not active. It has to be assimilated into the cells where there is an enzyme that cleaves off one of the iodine atoms and gives you T3. T3 is the active thyroid hormone. Now, the thyroid hormone is what enables your cells' power plants called mitochondria, what activates those power plants so they can produce energy, electrical energy, which is then carried by specific molecules to biochemical processes in your uh, areas of your cell where the biochemical processes occur so your cells can function and carry out their biochemical processes. If you produce low levels of energy, your body is going to run suboptimally, sluggishly. Your metabolism is going to be low. Was there any surprise if your metabolism is low and you're not producing enough, an adequate amount of energy within your cells? that you wouldn't think clearly, that you would have fatigue, you would have difficulty with weight, you'd have a low body temperature, you would have brain fog, you'd have maybe slurred speech or slow speech, or you wouldn't be able to react quickly mentally. You might have sleep disorders. You could have depressed moods or panic attacks or anxiety attacks, joint muscle aches and pains. 
and all these other symptoms, sluggish bowels or maybe irritable bowels because you've had recurrent and chronic infections for which you've taken antibiotics. Now you have yeast overgrowth. The underlying cause of these symptoms is an inadequate amount of energy production within your cells. And one of the key components of producing energy within your cells is the active thyroid hormone T3. So when you go to your physician, who's a conventional doctor, why don't they make the diagnosis of hypothyroidism? Well, here's the reasons why. One, they're not trained and schooled in how to properly assess an individual based upon their clinical symptoms to determine whether or not they have symptoms consistent with a hypo or low thyroid condition. And secondly, they rely strictly on blood tests. And the blood tests, which are, which are uh, performed by the laboratories, the lab comes up with a value, a normal range. And the normal range is as wide as the Grand Canyon and as tall as the Empire State Building. 95% of the people fall within the normal range because that's how the lab defines the normal range. So you can't hardly fall out of the range. So if a doctor's simply looking at your blood test, TSH, or free <laughs> T4 in your blood, you go, everything's fine. You got normal levels. You're in the range. And we hear that all the time. And, and let me tell you, you may have had optimal levels of thyroid hormones within your cells when you were younger, and now your thyroid hormone within your cells is declining. And guess what happens? You don't produce enough energy. Oh, but you're in the normal range. Maybe you've, I've even had guests tell me, well, my doctor told me I was in the low normal range, but not low enough to be treated. My philosophy is this. I believe that any individual who has the signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism deserves a clinical trial of natural desiccated thyroid hormone. It small doses incrementally increased to see if that resolves their symptoms. If it does, then the diagnosis is hypothyroidism. So, why didn't your doctor make the diagnosis when he's not trained uh, to think about thyroid problems is causing a host of symptoms? Two, your doctor only spends five or seven minutes with you. He has no time whatsoever to listen to your whole series of symptoms. As a matter of fact, the more symptoms that you describe, he's going to think it's all in her head because the blood tests are normal, and that will inevitably lead that physician to place you on an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication and sleep medication. The, uh, another reason that the doctors don't really uh, make the diagnosis is they're unfamiliar with the common symptoms of hypothyroidism. Now, you may have one summer, all of these symptoms, but the doctor, one, doesn't have enough time to listen to you, and two, even if he did, he is totally unschooled in treating or diagnosing based upon clinical symptoms and clinical signs. Now, what are some of the signs of, of low thyroid? Puffy skin, being overweight, pale lips, loss of the lateral third of the eyebrows, enlarged tongue, brittle fingernails. All these are common. Elevated cholesterol is a common feature of hypothyroidism. So if the doctor is unschooled, he's untrained because it wasn't taught in medical school, how to approach an individual who has symptoms of hypothyroidism and who, uh, and, and who 
as the signs of hypothyroidism. If he's unschooled in that, he's going to completely overlook it. He's going to do a blood test, and he's going to rely strictly on the blood test, and he's going to miss the diagnosis. And, in fact, he's going to make a misdiagnosis. He may say you have fibromyalgia or you may have depression or you have panic attacks. All these are symptoms. Something's causing the underlying problem. Now, what would cause you not to make enough thyroid? Well, a common cause or to adequately assimilate thyroids, common cause is autoimmune thyroiditis, where you make antibodies to your thyroid gland. They glom under the thyroid. They cause it to become inflamed and it doesn't produce adequate amounts of thyroid hormone. Those antibodies from autoimmune thyroiditis, which means your immune system is making antibodies to your own body, to your thyroid gland, those antibodies can glom onto the thyroid and disable it from being properly assimilated to within the cells. Another common problem is drugs that people take. Beta blockers for blood pressure block the ability of thyroid to properly have its effect within the cell. As a matter of fact, if somebody is hyperthyroid, they took too much thyroid or they make too much thyroid and they have all these symptoms of jitteriness, weight loss, sweats, um, and, and, their, and their heart's racing, you can give them a beta blocker and within an hour or two hours, those symptoms will resolve because beta blockers block the effect of thyroid hormone at the cellular level. That's a big problem. It can be a genetically inherited problem. You need to look at your family history. Does your family have a history of thyroid problems that occur? Some other things that can cause uh, hypothyroidism, and I think the most common cause of hypothyroidism in our country, and I think there's an epidemic of hypothyroidism, is fluoride in the water. Fluoride in the water and in the toothpaste and in other foods and even in the drugs, the pharmaceutical drugs that they give, Fluoride poisons the enzyme within your cells that converts the inactive thyroid hormone T4 with four iodine atoms to T3. It blocks the ability of that enzyme to properly cleave off one of the iodine atoms in order to produce the active thyroid hormone. So fluoride in the water can cause a problem. That's why I recommend you get your, your water filtered. You drink filtered water. Get reverse osmosis on your sink so you're drinking water that has no fluoride in it. Don't use fluoride toothpaste. Do me a favor. Go look on the side of your Crest or your Colgate or whatever toothpaste you're using, and there's a box there that's a warning that says, if you ingest, first it says, don't give it to kids under six years of age. Second, it says, if you ingest any, if you ingest the toothpaste that you put on your toothbrush, if you ingest it, contact your doctor or poison control. Why is that? Because fluoride is toxic. It poisons the thyroid, the ability of the uh, enzymes in the thyroid gland to produce thyroid hormone, and it blocks the ability to properly convert the inactive thyroid hormone T4 to the active thyroid hormone T3. Also, in women, when they march through their menstrual life, they get an imbalance in their female hormones called estrogen dominance. They get lower levels of progesterone, which is the hormone of the last half of the month. And estrogen dominance causes the liver to produce a high level of a protein called thyroid binding globulin, which binds thyroid hormone so it can't properly be assimilated. So natural progesterone can be very helpful in that. These are some of the causes of, of uh, hypothyroidism, and they are overlooked. The causes, I'm sorry, the symptoms and signs are commonly overlooked. The doctors, because they never think about the diagnosis, they don't know how to treat it if, indeed, 
They found on your blood tests that you had low thyroid based upon an elevated thyroid stimulating hormone, which is elevated, trying to stimulate the thyroid, which is low. If they found that, then they're going to put you on a synthetic thyroid preparation called Synthroid or Lavoxyl or Levothroid. Those are the inactive, that contains the active, inactive thyroid hormone T4. Well, unless your body can perfectly and properly convert the T4 to T3, it doesn't do any good. And we see thousands of guests here at the OCL Health and Wellness Center who come in, who have all the signs and symptoms of low thyroid, who've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, but they're on the synthetic thyroid. I like to say this, the reason I use the natural desiccated thyroid, which contains both T4 and T3, is because it works. Mm -hmm. And I believe in result-based medicine. And after seeing 31,000 guests at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, most of which come here because they have the symptoms of hypothyroidism, when we, we've treated probably more patients here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center than any other center nationwide for the signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism using natural desiccated thyroid. So if your doctor says, well, we don't believe in that, it doesn't work, guess what? They don't know how to use it, and they've never tried it. And it just so happens the Clinical Endocrinology Society, which opposes the use of natural desiccated thyroid and wants you to use synthetic thyroid, primarily Synthroid, it's because the company that makes Synthroid underwrites the Clinical Endocrinology Society. Matter of fact, in 2012, it was awarded, that company was awarded the Corporation of the Year because of the money that they gave to the Clinical Endocrinology Society. Sounds like a conflict of interest. Well, let me say this. If something seems amiss, if something seems obvious that you should, what you should use, but if something else is recommended, you got to follow the money trail. Mm -hmm. And I believe there's a money trail there. So our talk initially started about fibromyalgia, which is just one catch term, symptom, of a host of different symptoms, which are all related to underlying hypothyroidism and inability of the cells to properly either the thyroid's not making enough thyroid hormone or your body is not properly and adequately assimilating adequate thyroid uh, hormone and converting it to the active hormone T3. So what we recommend is the use of natural desiccated thyroid. Now, if you think you have any of these symptoms, I'd recommend you going to our symptom checker at hotchwc.com. And you can do a symptom checker on thyroid and see how you test out. That'd be very revealing. Great resource. And another great resource too, Dr. Hotze, is you wrote an amazing book called Hypothyroidism, Health and Happiness, conveniently located, Dr. Hotze, right behind you. There we are. I'd highly recommend you getting this book. And he's generously offering it complimentary at no charge. All you have to do is give us a call at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. We'd be more than happy to send you a copy as well. As always, it is a privilege having you visit with us today here at Dr. Hosey's Wellness Revolution. Have a blessed day. Well, let me make one other comment. Oh, yes. What if they want to contact somebody here at the Hosey Health Wellness well, Center? Well, then they can also give us a call at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. We'll give you a copy of Dr. Hosey's book, also a complimentary health consultation because you deserve to have a doctor to coach you onto a path of health and wellness naturally. That's what I believe. I believe that you need a coach. You need a doctor and a staff of professionals who will coach you on the path of health and wellness naturally without using pharmaceutical drugs. So as you mature, 
you enjoy a better quality of life. provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.